The book of Proverbs, starting with Proverbs 20. Drinking too much is a, a, a great problem in life for many. Don't let it be your problem, you know. If, it, if it's a problem, cut it off. Getting drunk is a problem. That's, you know, and this, this uses the word intoxicated, but, but uh, you know, having a drink is no problem. Having lots of drinks is uh, not wise. Don't provoke or cause strike to either those above you who sit as judges over you or as, uh, you know, with anyone. But have peaceful ways with everyone. Uh, verse 5 um, says to me, many, man's, many men have plans in their heart, but it takes understanding to pull it out and, and make it a reality, to put, put it to work, as the last verse says, to work hard so that there's savings uh, when you need them, or income when you need them. And there's quite a few verses about loyalty, righteousness, integrity, justice, um, staying away from sin, um, treating all fairly, uh, actions speaking louder than words. Again, working hard is multiple times. He's talking about being diligent, taking wise counsel, honoring your father and mother. Um, the fact that uh, money that comes too quickly and this I mean this principle applies to throughout life God said he did not give the people all of the promised land right away because uh, wild animals would have risen up and been a problem for them so he gave it to them one step at a time in the same way uh, an inheritance gained hurriedly at the beginning will not be a blessing in the end so you hear about all the troubles, the lottery winners and athletes and people who come into a dramatic amount of money in a short amount of time have. Do not say, I will repay evil. Wait for the Lord and he will save you. This is repeated in the New Testament as well, this concept of uh, let vengeance be the Lord's. 24 is pretty profound. Man's steps are ordained by the Lord. How then can man understand his way? So he says, we can't even understand our own steps because they are ordained by the Lord. So, what's the, where does that take us? <laughs> Seek the Lord, worship the Lord for understanding. There's several verses to end here about, uh, for one, the Lord's searching us, but then also um, the threshing floor, the winnowing fork, the the dividing up amongst our, our inner being that we are made purified and that other, you know, has a king purifying others, stripes scouring away evil, um, that, that we allow ourselves, we embrace the process of discipline. The glory of young men is their strength and the honor of old men is their gray hair. You know, there's different there's different glories in one part of life versus another part of life. They're both good. All the stages are good. And then we move on to 21. The king's heart is like channels of water in the hands of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. So, obviously, if, if you know, 
this should be the way of a, an earthly king. But when we realize that we are called to be risen up as sons of God, kings of, you know, kings and priests, sons of the king, which is to be set up as a king, then then who are we to be? Well, our heart is to be so given over to him. There's channels of water flowing that the Lord uh, enables the channel, uh, the stream of his life to flow through. And he turns it wherever he wishes. That's That should be our way. That's the only way that works. Or, or you know, it's a, it's a two-handed, it's a handshake process. It's us and him. He does not give us his blessing. He does not position us as a king and priest unless we've given ourselves over to the way he works in those he loves, the, his, his matured sons. Every person has their own perspective, but the Lord knows the heart of a person. So two people can do the same thing but it be judged very differently because one did it with one heart and another did it with another heart and only the lord can know that unless the lord gives it to someone else to know that i like these as i'm going through i'm, I'm thinking you know we we've gone over each one of these principles in previous proverbs but they're they're written in a different way and so that as we meditate on them the lord can speak to us in a different way where one may not catch our attention but the lord can use another one that speaks of the same principle to really touch us this chapter speaks a lot about justice about pursuing justice knowledge wisdom instruction um uh treating the poor the poor you know helping take care of the poor helping to raise up the poor loving goodness not loving he who loves pleasure will become a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not become rich. Um, in other words, setting what, training our soul to love what is good and righteous and holy, to love the Lord and the way of the Lord, the wisdom of the Lord more than earthly things. It is better to live in the desert land than with a contentious and vexing woman there's multiple proverbs like this and the, our relationships that we, you know, when we take a wife, which is this is directly talking about the wife you choose, but, but it also applies to, um, relationship. Obviously if you're a woman, the husband you choose, but, uh, um, but in general it, it applies, applies more broadly to the, uh, to partnership, to friendships, to covenant bonds, you know, to, to serious relationships. Um, New Testament talks about, um, well, it's uh, quoting the old, I think Paul quotes the Old Testament about not, um, what, I can't quote it, but it's uh, not, what's the word, when you put two oxen together in a thing to pull a cart, um, if one's stronger than the other, you're going to go in circles. You have to make them be even. And so, um, you know, this, this applies to, like, deciding to marry someone. But it also, I know somebody who didn't, who was offered to be a partner in his engineering firm. And he said no, because one of the partners was not a believer. And he didn't want to partner with somebody who wasn't a believer. Um, in, you know, our covenant relationships are important be wise in who we <laughs> who we make those covenants with
Your verse is talking about uh, truthfulness, wisdom, uprightness. And then there's no wisdom and no understanding and no counsel against the Lord. So the Lord's way is holy and righteous. Anything that we think is wisdom that's bringing us against his way is is of the enemy. It's not wisdom at all. It's earthly. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. He's the one that brings us through. We do need to be diligent to do our part, but he's the one and only one that can bring us through. And then Proverbs 22. This first verse is interesting. Uh, A good name is to be more desired than great wealth. Favor is better than silver and gold. Uh, We watched a documentary about George Washington recently. And it just talked about what was important to people back then. And it was a more it was about their name, their legacy, the integrity that, you know, what people thought that they stood for was just far more valuable than how much money you had. Um, that that was a lesser thing that has become our focus in recent years uh, in this country. And I, and I think in a large part of the world that you're defined by your wealth. And now people make, I mean, absolute fools of themselves in order for wealth. They don't understand this concept whatsoever. I mean, this concept has just it doesn't exist in our current culture. Um, that our name is more important than our wealth. Who who we are, who we what we stand for, um, is far more favorable than silver and gold. And of course, the the favor I use the word favor because it's right here. But favor with the Lord is better than silver and gold. The Lord makes the rich. The Lord makes the poor, and He's not impressed that you have something. All the cattle are His. This is actually something we've been talking about recently. I've had the Lord tell me to pull back from allowing the evil of the world in. Verse 3, the prudent sees the evil and hides himself, but the naive go on and are punished for it. Watch what we take into ourselves. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. I asked somebody, about, somebody asked me about parenting recently, and of course my kids are only the age that they are, so... I can speak in what I believe is the Lord's wisdom without having the full experience of achieving that. But my belief is that if if they are brought up in a, an environment of actually knowing the Lord, living a life of the Spirit, there is no way they will depart from that because their life is so intertwined with God's it's like Peter said, uh, I've quoted this a bunch recently, um, you know, Jesus stood on the hill and told everybody, you must eat my flesh and drink my blood or you're not saved. And everyone, all this massive group of people just left and they said, you are a madman. We're not eating you. Um, and they all left. And then Peter said, what? Or Jesus said to Peter, will you leave me too? And Peter said, you know, he didn't understand it either. I'm not going to eat. What are you talking about? Eat you. (laughs) I'm not going to eat you. (laughs) He didn't understand either. But Peter said, you have the words of life. Where else am I going to go? And, you know, I know I've been in that position on my walk over the last decade where 
Lord, you've taken me way out from <laughs> where I was before. Uh, I'm feeling kind of stranded here. What's going on? Um, it's, but I also know I can't go back. <laughs> so, all right, let's keep going. <laughs> and so I believe if you raise your kid up on a bunch of religion, they might stick to it because there's certain aspects of religion that are healthy and good and make for a successful life in, in the fallen world. Um, they're principles that work. But there's others that will see it's just religion, and I don't need that religion, and they will go away from it. And if you're just religious, you'll think one's good and the other's bad. But if you train them up in life in the Spirit, in truly knowing God, being led by God, dedicate, you know, laying down their life for God so that He's continually filling them with new life, new new ways, well, how are they ever going to go from that? Once you experience that and you've been experienced, you're continually experiencing that life with the creator of the universe, you're not going to leave that. I mean, it, I mean, it certainly it's possible, but, you know, I don't know how, quite honestly. There's a few verses here about the difference between the rich and the poor. For one, obviously the rich have more more worldly power over the poor. But then it also says you, you need to be generous uh, to the poor. But also remember this this is a principle and a way of being. Not There's there's people that make religion about how they're doing this or that for the poor. And uh, the, the vast majority of them are, are not living a life of the kingdom. They are just making that their religious duty. And they feel excited about it because there's certainly a lot of scriptures about taking care of the poor. And it's it's important. But it's important as one of the many things that are important. And living the life that the Lord calls us to. Not making any one of the things our religion. But he who is generous is blessed because being generous... Um, shows that we're not worshiping our money, for one thing. Um, we believe in the Lord to bring more, and we're not clutching on to what we have in fear. We're believing that the Lord is bountiful, and so we're not scared to give of what we have. It's interesting, this this little, from 17 to, I don't know, what is it, 21? Um just a, a little aside in the middle of all these proverbs. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your mind to my knowledge. For it will be pleasant if you keep them within you, that they may be ready on your lips so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have taught you today, even you. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge to make you know the certainty of the words of truth that you may correctly answer him who sent you? meditate on the truth, on wisdom, so that it, it imbues us, it, it, it so fills us that we approach life with these things, that we, it's not just something that we take in when we're spending time alone with God. And this is not just Proverbs, this is all of Scripture, this is all of the truth of God, but that we live it um, and, and and that's not just an action of something we do. It's who we are throughout our day. 21.
23, for the Lord will plead their case. Remember that in all your actions, the Lord stands as judge over all. 28 talks about boundary stones. This is an important way territory was marked back in the day. They just put stones up. And you, you can still see this in that part of the world today. The stones marked the boundary. And it, it's evil to move them. I'm sure it, ha- it probably still happens all the time. No, we're talking about the stones were there. No, they were over here. Um, but we need to live with integrity in all that we do. Even when we think we can get away from lying, cheating, or stealing. And then 29 is interesting. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will stand before obscure men. He will not stand before obscure men. So this is a kind of a cool principle about being very diligent and growing in wisdom in whatever we set our hands to. And the Lord will lift us up. And then we're on to 23. First, first few verses in 23 talk about not desiring... Uh, the wealth, the food of other, you know, the food of others, like being influenced by those who could potentially have power over you. Um, you, you know, you can uh, juxtapose this this person getting excited about the delicious food of of the rulers versus Daniel and his friends refusing to eat the rich food that they were being made to eat because they wanted to stay pure for the Lord. Um, Do not weary yourself from wealth. Cease consideration from it. Set our eyes on the things that are important. Apply your heart to discipline and your ears to words of knowledge so that we discipline ourselves up in, in the way of the Lord and examine ourselves. What, what way in me needs to be strengthened, Lord, and, and give ourselves to that work and discipline our children and those, those, uh, the Lord leads us to help that spiritual children that we raise up, not only that we discipline ourselves, but we raise up others that are disciplined under the Lord because the, the heart of man kind of goes its own way, all, all its own directions. And um, it, this discipline is necessary in order to um, have the, the current of the Lord. We talked about it in a chapter two back, flowing through us properly in the life of the Lord flowing. And the chapter ends with more warning against strong drink. And uh, that's it for this recording. The Lord bless you.